Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Also, today's episode is brought to you by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. All right, guys, on today's episode, that's right, your Big Ten Michigan State basketball playing Spartans are 1-0 in conference play. We've got some football news for you, and, huh, do we want to see Kenny Pickett play in the Peach Bowl? Hmm, let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, yeah, that's right. Victory, victory, victory Thursday here on the Locked On Spartans podcast because that is what your 8-2 basketball playing Spartans just like to do. Man, this season's already starting to trend, uh, hold on, knock on wood, a little more fun than last season. That's right, as Michigan State starts conference play on a nice little 1-0 start against the Minnesota basketball Golden Gophers. We will get to that in the hot second, but first, that's right, of course, housekeeping. Need you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is the Lockdown Spartans podcast. We do this five days a week here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. That's right, Monday through Friday. And if you ever want to reach out, uh, question, comment, you have a sweet Christmas cookie recipe you want to bounce off me, that's right, baby. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com is the place to reach me. Um, and yeah, without further ado, hey, let's let's just get to the action, shall we? Um, yes, Michigan State 75, Minnesota 67. Got to enjoy the game in the friendly confines of my neighborhood bar with my guy Tyler one time. Uh, what a Amazing, stress-free game, though. I mean, this kind of stuff that you dream about, really. <laughs> there, there's nothing that I personally love more than just a stress-free Michigan State win. And, yes, sure, did it get a little hairy once again at the end of the second half? Yeah, I guess. Well, especially if you had Michigan State minus seven. Then it got really hairy at the end there. But, no, for the most part, this was a, a an incredible win <laughs> for, for Michigan State. And... Yeah, sure, the I-word, incredible, might be uh, overselling a little bit against Minnesota, who was 7-0 coming into this game, but like we talked about in yesterday's show, those seven wins weren't against the most sterling teams. But nonetheless, if you win a conference road game in the Big Ten, yes, it's very cliche, but there's some truth to it. We will not be apologizing for it. No, you never apologize for road conference wins. Especially in the barn. Uh, how many times have we seen Michigan State just go to the barn and not have a shooting day that they're looking for? Or Minnesota just turns on the Jets out of nowhere and just does good against Michigan State? Well, hey, luckily, Wednesday night was not one of those days. Uh, Michigan State just looked solid. I mean, in our pregame little preview yesterday, if you caught that episode talked about a few stats. We, we talked about Michigan State coming off of two very, very great games from shooting the ball behind the arc. But also on the contrary, Minnesota was very good this season going into this game at locking their opponents down from behind the arc. 
they had the second best three-point opponent percentage in the country going into this game. So who's going to win? Who's going to find their level? Was Michigan State finally going to start shooting below average or just even high 30s percent would have been a change from the last few games? Or was Minnesota going to start giving up a few more three-pointers? Well, hey, it was the latter. Uh, Michigan State shot 10 of 21 from behind the arc. That's highlighted by Gabe Brown, 3 of 4 shooting from behind the arc. He led the team with 15 points. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say led the team. Tyson Walker also had 15 points. Malik Hall also 15 points. Tied for team high, 15 points. Also, hey, Joey Hauser, look at you. That's right, baby. Two of three from behind the arc. He had 10 points. Double-digit game for our guy Joey Hauser. Not just that, though. To go along with seven rebounds and just one turnover. Not a sterling start to the game for our guy Joey Hauser as he goes mm, off the heezy, uh, catches a pass straight in the dome, and you're thinking, oh, boy. Okay, here we go again. Joey Hauser, give me another tough outing for him. But no, not at all, actually. That's probably one of the better games we've seen him play. So hopefully this is the start of something that can turn the corner and have our guy Joey Hauser starting to play the basketball that Tom Izzo expects him to play. Start to play the basketball that we expected him to play when he transferred here from Marquette. Also, and this is actually an email that I got from a listener right after the game. That's right, Tyler Avera. Thank you so much for sending this email. He sent a few points, but the very last point he sent was Tyson starting to show up. Love to see it. Yes. And I'm talking to my guy, also, whose name is uh, Tyler, at the, the game. Um, Yeah, he is starting to look more and more comfortable as the season goes on. Sorry if I had to pause my voice there. ESPN and their autoplay videos sent my eardrums to Neptune. I Anyway, um, yes, Tyson Walker has been looking more comfortable as the season has gone on. Tough game against Kansas to start the season. And even after that, it's like, okay, when are we going to start to see the Tyson Walker that uh, was the highly coveted prospect in the transfer portal? We're starting to see him. Uh, 15 points, 2 of 2 from behind the arc, 3 of 3 from the free throw stripe. Yes, 4 turnovers, including that one that, well, he just dribbled right off his leg into go for territory. But, I mean, I, overall, still a net positive. And listen, when you look back at last season and remember last year's point guard play, is the bar kind of on the floor? Uh, yeah, Kind of, yes. But also, like, Tyson Walker has also shown that, well, he's not just a notch above the bad point guard play last year. Like, no, he is a few steps, and this is a guy that you can feel comfortable with starting at point guard on this team and also leading the offense as well. Also, another guy that we got to mention, too, is Malik Hall. And we've talked about it time and time again. I, I feel like Malik just never has an okay game. It's either a really, really good game or a game that you just want to forget immediately after. Luckily, and he got started on a very hot start, this is one of the games that you want to see from Malik Hall off the bench. Just a casual 15 points, just a casual 9 rebounds, just casual 6 for 9 shooting, and 4 assists to go with it. He played awesome today. Just awesome today. Um, If we want to end this segment on a note where it's like, okay, we're going to pick in prod at a few people, do some nitpicking. Uh, no one wants to do that, but hey, you know what, we're going to do it anyway. 
Uh, Max Christie, uh, three of nine shooting, one of six shooting from behind the three-point line, just nine points. At some point, you start to wonder, okay, Max Christie, maybe we would expect better shooting than just 28% from beyond three-point on the season. However, I'm not going to be a total jerk. He did have three blocks today, <laughs> which is pretty incredible uh, for uh, not, not just a freshman, but a freshman guard especially. And also, hey, five rebounds and three assists attack on top of it. Go for it. And uh, Jaden Akins, not not the, the game that you're going to want to remember from him. But, uh, hey, then again, like he has been playing great lately. I mean, yeah, eventually the freshman coming off the bench, listen, he's not going to give you that 12-point game every single time. So, yeah, if we want to nitpick, uh, th- th- there you go. Uh, but, no, for the most part, this is a, a really solid win. Gabe Brown played great. You saw maybe, hopefully, hopefully shades of a Joey Hauser comeback. Tyson Walker looking more familiar and comfortable in this offense with every game. And Malik Hall, that's right, baby. I, that's, that's, that's one of the good games right there. So, no doubt about it. Just a, a good win for Michigan State to start off Big Ten play. Don't have to wait long for the next game. They will be playing Saturday, 2 p.m. against Penn State in the friendly confines of Breslin Center. So, of course, we'll get to that game later on in the week. And we will be switching sports here. We're going to be going to football land in a hot segment first. Indeed, to talk to you fine folks. That's right, against, about, about, not against, about on location. That's right, guys. Let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game. The grand stage, or we'll just call it point blank, the Super Bowl. That's right, guys. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away, if you can believe that. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars turned NFL legends Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, Akbar, I can never pronounce his name right, but you know who I'm talking about, Akbar, and more, plus accommodations at five-star LA hotels and food by the great Wolf Gain Puck. All right, I almost got every name there. I'm sorry. Mr. Akbar, but a great player. Loved watching him play. Could never pronounce his last name for the life of me. Anyway, maybe you can ask him how to pronounce his name if you hit up on location and take a part or t- be a part of their experience. Visit onlocationexp.com SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Also, guys, I need to talk to you fine folks about NetSuite. That's right. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, <gasps> your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Talking the number one cloud financial system to power your growth, NetSuite has the visibility and control of your financials, your inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can also automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of businesses, that's right, let's say that one more time, 93% of surveyed businesses 
increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. So head to netsuite.com slash NCAA, sorry, netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA, netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. One more time, guys, netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. All right, and we're going to switch things up to football really quick, but first need to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, guys, that's right. You, you know we can't go more than five minutes on this show without talking about football because, well, well, it seems like the offseason for football with all the uh, transfers coming in and transfers coming out of the program, all right, kind of seems like, well, Mel Tucker and the gang are hitting the portal hard in the offseason, but, eh, Still got the Peach Bowl to be played. That has not stopped Michigan State, though, from already killing it in the transfer portal game. That's right, guys. We have got, and this is a guy we talked about a few days ago, a big one, a big one coming to East Lansing next year. We're talking about Jacoby Windman. That's right, Jacoby Windman. He is a UNLV running Rebels transfer, second team All-Mountain West Conference player last season. He was 11th in the nation in tackles with 118 tackles. And on top of that, well, we'll just throw 6.5 sacks and 11.5 tackles for loss on there as well. Uh, 24-7 sports composite. And now they start to rank transfers as well because, well, transfer portal <laughs> business is booming. So you know the guys at 24-7 Sports are going to be doing the legwork to rank them and all that good stuff. They had Mr. Winman, that's right, the newest Spartan to join, as a top 15 transfer target. That's out of more than 700 kids already in the portal. Out of those, that's right, Mr. Winman, top 15 transfer target. Michigan State was his only official visit. Michigan State was the last school to offer him as well. And yes, with all these suitors that were trying to nab him, uh, 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 nope, it's Mel Tucker and company not just getting him on campus, but also getting that commitment to the linebacker position. Now, he has two years of eligibility. And of course, he will join names like Ma'a, Naoteote, Ote. One day I'll be comfortable saying that name correctly. I think I got it okay there. Regardless, he'll also be joining uh, the room of Noah Harvey, Cal Halliday, and Quaveras Crouch. Should all come back next year. Pregnant pause there. Okay, uh, a little bit about Jacoby Winman. He started at edge, defensive end, and then moved to linebacker later on in his career. Uh, it goes without saying, as he has 118 tackles, uh, this kid is a hitter and yes well there was a lot of zone defense to be played at UNLV uh he also showed event you know also that he can cover tight ends he can cover running backs and you know this isn't just also in the games but also who doesn't like a good workout video he is no shortage of those working on his footwork and all that fun stuff on Twitter as well point blank the kid is an athlete so yeah definitely a big big get for Michigan State and Mel Tucker 
Yes, it adds depth to the linebacker position, but I think that it might not be a depth thing. I think it might be a, nope, this guy's actually going to be starting next year sort of thing. Yeah, a few things might have to happen here in the offseason, and you never know what is going to happen this day and age of college football. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think that this is a guy that Michigan State is just getting on board to stash away. I don't necessarily think Jacoby Windman pledged his commitment to Michigan State just to play behind uh, two guys. I don't think he necessarily came here to be on a two deep. No, I think he came here with the expectation to be a starter. That's my expectation as well. And it's a starter that you could be very excited about. Sideline to sideline, can cover guys, can hit. Yeah, he played in a group of five conference last year, but okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're just not in the right conference for the start of your career. And I think Big Ten Power Five football is where Jacoby Winman belongs. Now, two more guys that took recent visits that I just want to hit on a little bit, just for a hot second here. One is Chris Bogle from Florida. He is kind of that position, if you, you know, remember Tank Brown's transfer. He, he was kind of a former four-star between defensive end and linebacker, but at the end of the day, a tried-and-true pass rusher. Should Michigan State get Chris Bogle from Florida onto the team? I, okay, that'd be great. That would be a former top 100 recruit with, just like Jacoby Winman, two years of eligibility left. And last but not least, and... To me, this comes as a surprise. Uh, Aaron Brule from Mississippi State. He is in the transfer portal as well. I believe he has one more year left, but he also took an official visit to Michigan State uh, two days ago at the time of listening to this podcast right here. And that is a little surprising because uh, there is at least one NFL draft guy out there, Matt Miller. Uh, who believes that, well, Aaron Brule would be a early second-round draft pick, which at that point you would think, well, okay, he's going to, cool, going to go to the draft. No, he left the, the Bulldogs program down in Starkville, Mississippi, to enter the transfer portal. Now he's looking for another team, and, well, Michigan State is one of his very early suitors, and if they can get him out of the portal, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, Tucker, ho, <laughs> ho, like we said, another fun transfer portal season coming in hot to East Lansing. So, hey, let's keep your eye on those last two guys, but not just keep an eye on Jacoby Windman. Start celebrating that one. That's, uh, hey, listen, I pfft, big fan here. Yes, of course, am I a homer? Michigan State, Mel Tucker can do no run. I, okay, yeah, sure, to a point, but I, do yourself a favor. Let's go watch that film. Jacoby Windman, that kid can play, and he can play fast. So, yeah. <laughs> love, love what Mel Tucker is already doing in another offseason in the transfer portal so far. And, again, like I said to start the segment, not, not even really technically the offseason yet for, for Michigan State. But, hey, here we are just nabbing top guys out of the portal. So, all right. We're, we're going to be talking more Michigan State football, and we will be talking about that extra game coming up here for Michigan State. But first, I need to talk to you fine folks about Made in Cookware. That's right, guys. We've been talking about this off and on here the last few months. Well, for good reason, because Made in is a sensational product. They are serious about cooking. You are serious about cooking, so you should invest in their kitchen tools they have to offer. 
And when you think of the word invest, it's like, oh, okay, I got to spend a, a bunch of this money to get this product. Like, no, 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 no. Maiden has the cookware that professional chefs use, but they cut out the middleman. They just sell straight to the consumers. They sell straight to you. No extra cost or anything. They are selling this world-class cooking product to you or your loved ones for the holidays if you know any cookers, bakers, uh, chefs in your lives. Yeah, cookers, Jesus. Chefs is the uh, appropriate term <laughs> to call them in your lives. Uh, made in cookware is the top of the line product that you need to get them. Made in produces professional quality cookware for those who love to cook. Made in products are also made to last and offer a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes eat evenly, evenly and can easily go from stovetop to oven just like that. No problem whatsoever. Don't believe me? All right, well, how about you believe the 40,000 five-star reviews their products have gotten? That's right, guys. We're, I mean, we're talking not just professional chefs, but also Miss Michelin star winning chefs and restaurants around the world. Made in. It's just better cookware for better meals. So right now, Made in is offering our listeners 15% on their first order with promo code LOCKED ON. This is the best discount available anywhere online for made in products. Go to madeincookware.com slash locked on and use that promo code locked on, all one word, for 15% off your order. One more time madeincookware.com slash locked on with promo code locked on. Also, need to talk to beautiful people about betonline.ag. Can't hit the high note. Lost my voice at the bar. Um, Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. That's one word Locked On. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, to football, to NHL, to boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's betonline.ag, where the game starts. All right, so we're going to close out today's show here with uh, some Peach Bowl talk. And actually, well, more about the Pitt Panthers and Michigan State, really. But, of course, we're going to tie it into Michigan State. But before we get there, as I talk about the Peach Bowl, tune in to tomorrow's episode because we're going to have the CEO and president of the Peach Bowl, Gary Stokan, on tomorrow's show. That's right. We're just going to talk about him uh, and what he thinks MSU fans should expect as they go down to Atlanta, what the selection process truly is for these bowl games, and just well, all things Peach Bowl. So that'll be a fun conversation with president and CEO of the Peach Bowl, Gary Stokan. All right. Now that I'm done plugging tomorrow's episode, I mean, there was some news today, wasn't there, uh, about, well, okay, whispers of news, I should say. Kenny Pickett, of course, uh, Heisman finalist going down to New York, doing the media car wash, talking to a bunch of radio shows, and he talks to the fine, fine Dan Patrick uh, radio show, which is fantastic. I love Dan Patrick. He does great work. And they ask him, well, you're going to play in the Peach Bowl. And, uh-oh, Kenny Pickett couldn't confirm or deny or really say anything if he was going to play in the Peach Bowl. That hesitation 
combined with their offensive coordinator Mark Whipple leaving the Pitt program. Okay, I'm starting to stroke the uh, the beard that I don't really have right now, but that's interesting. All right, I I, I got a a, a a raised eyebrow at that one. So, and that's interesting because well, sure, Kenny Pickett, he's known as some in the NFL circles as well. He's gonna be the top guy going. Would an extra game help him? No, like he can't get any better than being the top guy on the board. Could an extra game hurt him? Sure, if he oddly has a really bad game against, well, quite frankly, Michigan State's really bad secondary, or, 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 more importantly, and this is the big one, if he gets hurt against Michigan State as well. Also, I'll tell you what doesn't help your case. Uh, that little fake slide that he had, uh, yeah, not sure if any defenders are going to hold up on you anymore as you start to go down to the ground and then oh, pop right back up and bang out a 40-yard run for a touchdown. Eh, that might be the only time you can get away with that. So, yeah, are you going to protect yourself, protect your draft stock in this day and age with football players and top draft picks and their decisions? It's not really a far-fetched conclusion to come to, even though it is a New Year's Six game for Kenny Pickett to bow out of this one. And his comments on the Dan Patrick show of not committing immediately, wow, that... Okay, that's very fascinating that he's just thinking about not playing in this Peach Bowl. And there's two schools of thought here to have for Michigan State fans, and neither are right nor wrong. And even if I don't agree with you, I'm not saying that you have a wrong opinion. Like, if you want to say that, oh, no, no, we want to face Kenny Pickett, we want to face Pitt at their best, we want to beat them uh, when they're full strength, that's awesome. Like, go on, that's a great attitude to have. Tell you what, though, not my attitude. Mm-mm. No siree, Bob. I, if it were up to me, I would have Dan Marino present day suiting back up for Pitt and then playing some quarterback. I, I would have Pat Narduzzi himself playing quarterback in the Peach Bowl. No, I don't care if Pitt just gets their, their best frat brothers in the entire university, puts them in Panther uniforms, sends them down to Atlanta on the 30th, and has them suit up against the Spartans. No, I just want to see a Spartan win. Um, And here's one thing that I will argue against for the other side, that the people that want to see Kenny Pickett play and see Michigan State take on a full-strength pit is that some are saying that, well, this is going to be an asterisk. Like, it's not really going to mean a lot if we don't beat their Heisman finalist guy. It's like, okay, sure, in the moment, it might feel a little different. And yeah, of course, you're going to hear the comments from, oh, I, like Michigan fans or uh, rival fans, like, be like, oh, that wasn't the real pits. Like, I, who cares? Whatever. Like, okay, let's go back. Um, Who remembers the 2017 Holiday Bowl? That was fun, wasn't it? Michigan State got to 10 wins, double digit wins in a very surprising season. Um, remembered just for how fun it was. Uh, Anyone remember that Washington State's starting quarterback didn't play that game either? No? You don't remember? Because I sure didn't until I started to look back at all MSU's bowl games and see if this has ever happened in the past. Uh, No, it's like, it's very forgettable. Or also, and what does a Peach Bowl championship do for you? What, What does the title do for you? Well, you think of your time at Michigan State, you see on the giant ribbon boards, and they show all the accolades from the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl to the, oh, the little Rose Bowl we won, the Cotton Bowl we won, 
the college football playoff that Michigan State went to. Is there an asterisk by the college football playoff uh, banner that shows at Spartan Stadium? Is there a little asterisk that says, uh, oh yeah, also got blasted to Neptune by Alabama when we made the college football playoff? No, listen, at, at this point, like, at, at, not even at this point, at any point, anytime you can hang up a nice accolade as a college football program, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's either you got it or you don't. It's either you are a peachful champion or you're not. You think a recruit's going to come in a year or two and be like, oh, cool Peach Bowl trophy. Oh, wait, Coach Tucker, didn't Kenny Pickett miss that game and that's really why you guys won that game because it was kind of fr- like, no, that conversation's not going to happen. You walk into Scandalaire's Football Center, you see Paul Bunyan, you see the old brass spittoon, you see the Peach Bowl trophy, like it, you see the Land Grant trophy, excuse me, don't want to disrespect that trophy. No asterisks around anything that you win once the moment has passed. And even in the moment, hey, okay, Pitt, hey, if you're so good, if you belong in the year six, you guys can make some hay without your quarterback, huh? Nah, no, maybe not? Okay, well, I guess we will reap the benefits of that. So, no, like, do I want to see Kenny Pickett play? Absolutely not, I don't want to see him play. No! And this is kind of like the rivalries, like, you see him all the time. It's like, oh, well... And this, okay, again, this depends on what fan you are. Some fans, uh, the, the, the sick people, in my opinion, are like, oh, it's good to see Michigan doing great. It's great to see the rivalry at full strength. Or, oh, I don't know, you go down to uh, who else is doing good these days? Um, or, uh, like, USC, you know, like, oh, Lincoln Riley's back, great. It's good. It'll be great for the Pac-12 to see USC relevant, like, you think all the other Pac-12 teams are really thinking that, though? Like, uh, no, probably not. I mean, it's, no. So, uh, I, I think it's, uh, no. It's just point blank, no. Again, hey, I'm not going to say that you're wrong. I just will say that I just disagree with you. If uh, you're in the camp that, oh, I want to see Kenny Pickett play. I want to see MSU face pit at their best. And also, at the end of the day, too... Do I want to see them at their best when, well, their best thing is the pass offense and Michigan State's absolute worst thing is their pass defense? Oh, <gasps> uh, no. Oh, uh, no. I don't want to see that. So, yeah. Uh, Kenny, if you want to talk to someone to mull things over, uh, LockdownSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find me. We'll hook up a phone call. I might even give you an NIL deal to not play in the game. That would be peachy on my end. Ooh. No pun intended, did not mean to do that, but yeah, things would be peachy on my end. That's right. All right, guys, we're going to end on that note right there, whether you just rolled your eyes or gave that a slight chuckle. Highly doubt any of you did, but hey, that's right. We're going to send this off into the sunset. Uh, before we do that, though, I just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. That's right, guys, free and available where you get your podcast. Make your second listen, Locked on Bets. That's right, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Free and available on all platforms. All right, guys, love you all. Go Green.